This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Thanks for being with us. Training and retaining employees at small and medium-sized Missouri businesses is the reason behind a bill that became law at the end of August. Anthony Morbeth is with Speaker Pro Tem Representative Mike Henderson. Representative Henderson, welcome back to Show Me Today. Explain what creating a new upscale credential workforce training fund does. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on today. And uh, the bill itself, I, I'm a true believer in. Uh, we hear all the time from companies and who need workers. And then they say if they find the workers, they may not have all the skills they want. What this bill is really about is if you've got a worker who comes to work every day, they're a good cultural fit, they, everybody in the company is happy with them, but they don't quite have the skills that you need to do what, what your company is needing. This is a chance for these companies to upskill their workers. To, it, it's no tax credit. It's, it's uh, subject to appropriations through the Department of Economic Development. But if I must, and we divide it into thirds for small businesses, medium-sized business, and large. So we make sure we try to cover all three. If you're a, you're a mom-and-pop store with four employees, there's a section in there for you. If you're a larger company, there's a section for you. And if you're a very large company, there is for you. But uh, I think workforce is one of the biggest driving factors we have to keep our economy going, and that's what this bill is trying to aim at. I was reading that this addresses obstacles that impact a business's growth and profitability with assistance from institutions. Uh, how does it do, do that? Well, the biggest thing that, that it does, the what, what, way this helps you is what we were talking about a while ago. I'm a small business. I'm struggling to find the workers I need. I've got, a, I've got two or three workers. They're really good workers, come every day, good cultural fit, but they don't have all the skills I need for me to take my business where I want to. Now they can apply to the Department of Economic Development for some funds to try to send them back to say if they need skills to upskill their, their skills in welding, electricity, and many, many other things that you could use. So it's just two examples. And that's going to help any business because if you have good workers, your business is going to be more profitable, in my opinion. And I'm, I'm glad that you had mentioned uh, all-sized businesses, but I also think it's worth focusing on small and medium-sized businesses, especially considering that uh, they, I would have to assume that it's hard to find and retain good, stable employment for small and maybe medium-sized businesses. What do you think? Oh, I think it's even more, even more important. Sometimes large businesses can offer insurance where some of the small businesses can't. So it is harder for them to get and retain these workers, and, and any more insurance plays such a big part of it. Small businesses sometimes, as until they grow, maybe can't pay quite as much as some of the large corporations. So, yes, I think it very much plays a big part. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Speaker Pro Tem Representative Mike Henderson on Show Me today. We're talking about House Bill 417. Before it became an omnibus bill of sorts, it uh, the original intent was uh, focusing on upskill credentials. So uh, before we go into more of the meats of the bill and, and what it does, could you explain why initially you brought this to the table? Like how, how and why did you uh, decide to uh, turn this into law? Let's go back a little bit. Uh, not last year, but two years before that, I was chairman of the Workforce Development Committee. I spent, during my career, 31 years in public education, which I say is workforce development in a sort, or it should be. And so I've always had a, a, a huge interest in that. So the Missouri Chamber, this was one of their things that they really wanted to do. They came to me with the idea. We talked about it, went through it, 
and I thought it was something really worth doing. And it was something that was back. What I like too, I love I love to do bills when we have a large group of businesses or a large group of people who say this is something we really desire to have happen and we think it will help us. Those are bills that are really ones that become passionate for me. And you had mentioned earlier in the discussion training and retaining employees. How important is that? Considering someone ups and leaves within two to three years, at least that seems more commonplace nowadays. Well, you know that every time you you lose an employee, you have to rehire, and every time you have to retrain, it's costing that company money. So, you know, if they can can get their workforce trained the way they need them, upskill their credentials, and then pay them. Here's the thing, too, that, that you got to forget. Part of this bill, or when they apply to the Department of Economic Development, is is this employee going to get a raise in wages? That's actually part of the criteria when they try to apply to the Department of Economic Development to use these funds. And so the workers are going to benefit from this, too. If they upskill, they're going to get more money. So I think the business may pay more money, but to get the worker they need, everybody wins, in my opinion. What about the qualifications and the criteria to apply for this program? Basically... It's what we talked about there. They want to see that that the workforce, the company has supply for it. They're going to have to look. They're going to look and say, is the worker going to get an increase in wages? And what upskill is this going to do? And is it going to be a long-term employee for you? So I think it helps a lot of different people. And so the Missouri legislature appropriated up to $6 million a year towards this upskill credential training fund where an employer could receive up to 30000 in grant funding based on a competitive application process. So that's what this $30,000 is going to go for um, in regards to those who apply for this, you said. That is correct. I wanted to point out one thing. It was subject to appropriation. Right now, there's no money appropriated. I feel strongly that it will probably be appropriated next year, probably in the governor's thing. One thing we had to make sure this year is everything, everybody knew this was not a, a tax break of any kind, that this is subject to appropriation. It was not a tax credit. It's got a sunset, and I don't have it right in front of me because you called me earlier, but I think it's a five- or either six-year sunset that it has to be looked at then again. But it will be there for five or six years. But each year it will be subject to appropriations within the, the budget committee. The other thing I wanted to bring up and mention is something that uh, was brought up initially during the first year of the COVID-19 pandemic, And uh, there's this uh, so-called great resignation that occurred and people suddenly, uh, you know, realized they didn't want or need a job. It was too stressful or whatnot. But, you know, I think it's important retaining and training a good and qualified employees is extremely important, at least in this day and age. Oh, 100 percent. You know, I I think I saw a number one time and I was shocked across the country of the amount of people who are actually in the workforce currently right now. And and the percentage was, I don't want to quote one and be wrong, but it's not nearly as high as I thought of the percentage of people who are actually in the workforce, and we need to try to get some of them back in the workforce. And what else of this bill that I didn't ask or that you didn't mention that's worth highlighting and bringing up? You know, I think you've done a great job of highlighting a lot of portions of it. Again, I would point out that it's not a tax credit subject to appropriation, and it's for both small, medium, and large businesses. And the worker's going to get a raise. The company's going to get a better workforce. And I think it's a win-win for everybody, both for the for the workforce, for the, for the workers, for the companies. And I think we have to keep addressing the workforce issue. We can say that it's not our government's job. Well, all we're doing here 
is giving people a chance to apply through the Department of Economic Development to try to make sure Missouri has the workers they need. Especially because workforce concerns are a major challenge for businesses growing in 2023. It is, and it's also a major concern if we're going to keep our economy going. Missouri's been very fortunate. We came out of the pandemic in good shape, but we need to continue to grow our economy. Speaker Pro Tem, Representative Mike Henderson joins us on Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. House Bill 417 becomes law at the end of August. It's on upscale credentials. If you want to find out more information on that piece of legislation, visit house.mo.gov and type in House Bill 417. And also a simple reminder, if you're tuning in late or if you want to hear more, subscribe to Show Me Today wherever you get your podcasts. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.